This is DST Health Radio, the show that will help you master complexity and discover opportunity in healthcare. I'm your host, Kevin Crane. Welcome to the show. I'm so pleased to welcome AJ Alley to the show. AJ is Vice President of Clinical Operation at DST's Argus Health. And he's here to talk us through the strategies health plans are using to optimize HCV outcomes and spend. Hepatitis C continues to appear in headline news across the healthcare industry. New therapies and advances in treatment are promising from a clinical perspective, but balancing substantial cost and member outcomes remains a challenge for many health plans. AJ, according to the CDC, almost 4 million people in the United States have chronic HCV, what is the estimated cost to treat just one patient? Kevin, that, that is a, a challenge we've been dealing with for several years now since the new treatments have um, come aboard. But in the most simplest um, form, you know, HCV costs about $1,000 a day. And generally, it takes about you know, eight weeks um, or so to treat for a patient. And you know, sicker patients take a little longer, up to 12 weeks. That's still a lot better than what we were before. I mean, today, um, at $1,000 a day, and with most plans, they, they're able to get a discount, a rebate um, of about 30 to 45% discount. The net cost per treatment is around 25000 to 40000 per patient. We're able to treat that and cure that patient on average you know, 8 to 12 weeks, about 90% of the time. And when you compare that to what it was even back 2012, just before the new treatments were approved, you know, we, we were spending you know, a fraction of that, about half of that, um, or so per patient, but the cure rate was only 50%. We were taking, you know, an average of 24 to 48 weeks to treat a patient. It's a substantial cost, but um, it is a cure compared to what it was five years ago. There are a number of other challenges. What are some of the other challenges that health plans are faced when prioritizing treatment and resources for their members? Well, one of the one of the challenges is the number of patients that we're talking about. So when you look at of the recommendations that we have, but you mentioned you know, almost 4 million people today. Now, most of those people, about 75% of those individuals, were born between 1945 and 1965, and we call them baby boomers. Right. And, you know, the recommendation is that they should receive a one-time screening for hepatitis C. Um, the second issue we have is that most um, HIV patients also have a higher probability of, um, of having a comorbidity associated with hepatitis C. Again, you have that group of patients where you have a, a higher chance of, of having hep C. And then the, the, the third issue we have is that is, is the number of patients if you were to treat them, if you were to treat all, you know, let's just say 3 million patients at um, the $45,000 per patient, you're going to consume basically half of all pharmacy budget in the U.S. Just one disease. So that's a challenge we have. And if you look at what payers have been doing, you know, starting back you know, 2014, right after the new treatments were approved, you know, they were really restricting access um, by make, making the bar, setting the bar as high as they could for a patient is actually um, approved for treatment. We're basically restricting the access to patients with, you know, higher fibrosis scores, which means they're more severe, um, and, and other types of criteria. So some of them required not only the fibrosis criteria, but sobriety requirements, 
has prescriber limitations, so they, they only approve it. Um, patient was being treated by certain prescribers. And none of these restrictions existed um, in the older treatment prior to 2014. So those are some of the, the, the challenges and some of the issues we have with what payers are doing. Now, what that is resulting to is that the number of patients being treated is quite small, and it varies by line of business, but we are seeing these restrictions resulting in a lot of patients not starting therapy. So they're not getting you know, approved for, for um, hepatitis C treatment, especially in the Medicaid population. In fact, you know, if you look at the Medicaid population, um, you can get up to a 30%. 30% of patients never actually um, start therapy because they're getting denied. Um, and it's primarily for patients with, you know, more um, lower fibrosis score, patients with um, the longer length of treatment, the 24-week treatment. But the denial rate or the non-start rate is quite high. A cure is the treatment goal for HCV, but we often hear quite a bit about waste and failed therapies. What's driving this waste and how much is it costing the industry? one end where we have patients who are not getting access because of the restrictions I mentioned. But in terms of waste, so that those who do make it on therapy and start therapy, one of the challenges, where do you where are you getting care? So when you look at patients who are getting care through retail pharmacies versus patients who are getting um, treatment through specialty pharmacy, we do see some differences. And one of the drivers behind waste um, and not getting the cure is patient, you know, obviously two areas, patients who never complete the treatment. They start the treatment, you know, for a month's supply, let's say, but they never complete the eight-week or the 12-week treatment. That's the first area of, of um, waste, and then they get, obviously, um, a relapse. Uh, <clears throat> second area uh, is patients who are just not adherent to their medicine, and they never really get to, you know, um, a viral load, so the cure rate is SVR, sustained um, virological response. They never reach that. And so you have a failed treatment where you potentially just wasted, you know, $45,000 for that particular patient. Master complexity and discover opportunity in healthcare with DST Health. For more, visit dsthealth.com. Our guest today is A.J. Alley. He's Vice President of Clinical Operations at DST's Argus Health, and we're talking through the strategies health plans are using to optimize HCV outcomes and spend. And, A.J., to make all that happen, to combat waste, many specialty pharmacies and health plans have turned to technology to help measure and reduce HCV waste. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Definitely. So, you know, we all know that, you know, obviously the most um, expensive and wasteful therapy uh, you know, it's, it's the regimen that does not work. And really, the only way to get this is to be able to collect data and to be able to measure it with real-time, um, actionable um, analytics. One of the challenges with HCV is the collection of that data. There's information that we collect as part of the prior auth that the plan may want us to administer on their behalf. Uh, there's information we collect from the physician. There's self-reported information from the patient, and there's follow-up uh, data that we get from claims as well as from physician. One of the technology is is the collection of that data and 
the analytic tool to process that information in real time to be able to you know, help the pharmacist or the care provider make decisions or, or take actionable um, engagement with the physician or the patient. Second um, piece of technology that can be used is really helping the physician with guidelines. So if the physician is not a specialist and they're treating a patient, helping them navigate, understand what treatment, because there's so many options now and every, every pair has basically selected their specific cocktail or regimen that drive the lowest net cost based on their formulary rebate contracts that they have, they have with their manufacturer. But, you know, regardless, they're all fairly, fairly similar and they drive the same result. So, so the physician oftentimes are not familiar with which treatment option is actually covered, which one is the right regimen that is that the payer is going to reimburse for. So this particular app you could basically leverage where a physician can access the app and, and then navigate through the app to then select the treatment and then e-prescribe the, the referral script directly to the special arm. So those are two you know, ways, technology ways. One is the analytics where you're able to capture and, and act on it and report on it. Our analytics is a, a web portal where um, payer can actually log in and see real-time, um, up-to-date data on their patient, as well as what treatment are being used for their patient and what kind of outcomes we're seeing from those patients, including waste, uh, so that you, you can see completion rate or patients dropping off. And of course, the app that I said, which is helping the physician because the administrative burden on the physician is quite high given the variability of coverage and having that app to help the physician navigate through the right um, treatment, right formulary coverage, and really help improve outcomes. How is Argus positioned to help health plans address all of this? The technology, the data collection, the waste, what's the next best step for them? Yeah, I mean, I think step one really is to look at um, the current population and understand what type of prevalence are we seeing based on line of business, and then look at, you know, is the plan really optimizing their spend? So there's models where you can look at, you know, total spend and based on prevalence and estimate if this population is, it a, is a high utilizer based on claim, as well as their prior auth. You know, looking at their guideline, their out their algorithm, how high have they set the bar in terms of restrictions? And from there, you know, we would recommend you know um, a plan usually basically carving out their their Hep C uh, specialty patient to be managed by a center of excellence. So that's you know kind of a step one is just looking at the data, identifying the opportunity. And step two is to move those patients um, or new patients going forward through a center of excellence and then quantify the value uh, to the plan that we can deliver through the center of excellence and then quantify the outcomes through the um, analytics tool and technology that I just referenced. Our guest today is A.J. Ali, Vice President of Clinical Operations at DST's Argus Health. We've been talking through the strategies health plans are using to optimize HCV outcomes and spend. A.J., it's been great speaking with you today. We're almost out of time, but before I let you go, one last question. As we look ahead at the horizon of our industry, what are some of the opportunities that you see? So another um, opportunity is we look at look ahead uh, with the number of new treatments 
that are currently available, and we still have a few newer treatments coming out uh, later this year, as well as in 2018. So I think plans are going to now look at how do you actually optimize you know, spend, given the, the, the number of choices now plans will have. And as we look at you know, how these products are being used, how these treatments are being used to cure Hep C, you'll have multiple choices. And it's imperative that as we look at waste, we look at what is the lowest treatment regimen. So for example, you know, when you look at today's treatment, you could you could treat a patient, you know, with um one drug, let's say Harvoni, for twenty four weeks, the same, you know, indication, same genotype a patient, or you can treat the same patient, another regimen for twelve weeks, which which is a, using two drugs, right? Carboni plus ribavirin. And one of those treatment regimen, um, so the, the both will deliver the same exact outcome because we see that from the real world data. One of them costs $40,000 less. As we look at, you know, ways of also optimizing spend, it's not about only just selecting the right treatment, having the patient manage and getting the patient to complete treatment, but also around drug selection where you have multiple choices of drug selection that are all evidence-based, they're all according to the guidelines. Um, however, you know, common sense tells you that you're able to you know, treat patients with a lower-cost therapy, you're able to optimize those opportunities. And oftentimes, you can't catch those opportunities until afterwards, until after you see it in the claims data. So that's another opportunity we have to look at, and again, another reason why our center of excellence, you're able to employ those strategies to change treatment right at the get-go. That's A.J. Alley, Vice President of Clinical Operations at DST's Argus Health. For more information, just visit dsthealth.com. A.J., thanks a lot for being our guest today on DST Health Radio. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of DST Health Radio, but it doesn't end here. Just go to dsthealth.com for more on how DST helps health plans optimize clinical, operational, and financial outcomes by integrating data and analytics with leading technology and strategic advisory. That's dsthealth.com. I'm your host, Kevin Crane. Thanks for listening.